Let's do this. What is virtualization? You're going to learn today. Innovate like a startup, deliver like an enterprise. I hope you're coffeeed up and ready because it's going to be a great day. I know you're going to dig this. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Virtually Speaking Podcast with Pedro Aero and John Nicholson. Good afternoon and welcome to the Virtually Speaking Podcast, episode number 188. My name is Pete Fletcher, a.k.a. Pedro Arrow, and joining me for VMworld 2021 is my good friend Juan. John, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm breaking in some new shoes. Breaking in new shoes? Oh, because VMworld, right? Yeah, no, you know, you normally got to get the gel insoles, and I, I know it's online, but you know what? I'm just going to sprint up and down this hallway between sessions to get my <laughs> heart pumping, so that way I get that adrenaline feel as I, you know, barely make it in time for my, my sessions, so. I was actually kidding with someone earlier, like, there was, like, some VMworld prep thing, and I was like, hey, I'm at Moscone, where's registration? You know, <laughs> just kidding. And people started reaching out to me, like, furiously. No, no, it's really, it's it's virtual this year. <laughs> I was like... Oh, okay. Thank you. Appreciate the appreciate the tip. <laughs> so yes, I'm, it I'm, is I'm virtual. A... For those of you that are in Moscone looking for registration, yeah, it's it's virtual. Uh, and uh, that that's not all bad. I mean, obviously, I'd prefer to be there in person. I'm John. I'm sure you would too. Uh, but you know what? There's a lot of good things, and and we could talk about some of those. But it's going to be virtual all week. And one good thing about that, John, is that we can see more sessions because we can download them all. But more importantly, uh, you and I are going to be able to still capture uh, all those interviews that we would do if we were sitting in the Solutions Exchange, uh, and we can actually share those with folks uh, as the week progresses. Looking forward to this. And we couldn't do a VMworld preview without our our, our partner in crime when it comes to VMworld. He, he seems to be around for most of the VMworld preview episodes, and that is our good friend, Mr. Ken Wernerberg. Ken, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Pete. Great to be back as always. Yeah, man. So, uh, listen, uh, I, you know, obviously everybody that's registered for VMworld already, they're going to be probably filling up their their agenda already. We're not going to make this the everything you need to know before you go type episode. But I do want to, you know, ping you and see what your thoughts are, what what you're excited about this week. Um, we do have some delayed interviews that we're going to share throughout the week that are timely according to the various announcements for the week. But in general, John, Ken, uh, what what are you excited about this VMworld? Well, I'm excited about the fact that I'm going to be in uh, the Greek island of Kalimnos for it. So uh, <laughs> I, I literally, this is my my last thing I'm doing before I'm wheels up. And then uh, I'll be taking in the keynote and things like that from a beach somewhere with uh, too much ouzo in my system. And uh, just... <laughs> You know, I was going to say, going to Greek uh, islands, this makes it seem like you're taking Kubernetes a little too seriously and wanting to actually learn what all of these different projects, since, you know, there's that trend of all Kubernetes projects get named after things in in Greek. (laughs) That was a fantastic Hellenic joke. I mean, I'm I'm really impressed. Yeah. Kubernetes. Nice. Yeah. I'll be the helmsman of a bar. That's what I'm going to (laughs) be. This is the Latin Kubernetes to Kuberize or to Kubernet. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it sounded <laughs> awesome. Yeah, aside from that, uh, you know, sitting there on the beach, it's going to be awesome. But I think uh, really seeing that the launching of the next generation of VMware with Ragu at the helm and seeing what, you know, his vision is for VMware as a whole, I'm really looking forward to that. I think oh, it's yeah. going to be an interesting inflection point to see, you know, the new trajectory that he's going to put us on uh, as a whole. So it should be neat. I mean, I really enjoyed watching Pat talk and I think uh, seeing what uh, Ragu has in store is going to be very interesting. 
Very nice. Very nice. All right. So uh, for those listening, we are going to leave links on the show notes of various sessions that are of interest to us. And uh, we're going to, again, release those throughout the week for different topics, but lots of announcements. This is an interesting VM world because it's tied for the first time. It's like the exact time as a couple of releases, right? So there's the, the general availability of uh, vSAN and vSphere 7 uh, Update 3, uh, as well as some other ones. VMware Cloud Foundation just had a release. And so, so lots of new things to talk about this week. I think in general, it's kind of neat that VMware is shifting away from just one moment every year, every year and a half, or, you know, it's not just VMworld anymore when they're uh, doing launches and announcements and things like that. We can actually kind of accrue a few different uh, things to talk about at VMworld because over the last few months, we've seen releases in the, you know, coming up in the month, we'll have another release of things. It's really interesting watching the way our development is shifting towards a lot more releases. Like for example, vSphere 7 Update 3 isn't huge in terms of the scope of uh, features and things like that, but it's really a nice round out of all the different things. So being able to say, hey, look, since we released 7.0, these we've had three updates and a whole bunch of patches. And here's the sort of cumulative view of all the things that we've been doing in the last year. So VMworld becomes a lot more to me about not just the announcements, but about reminding people what uh, what is there in the vSphere portfolio and you know all the little things that we've done because it's it's huge now. So having this this event where we can say this is the full scope of what VMware has is uh, to me the real benefit of VMworld this year. No, I like that that kind of roll up and yeah the the era of the big splash. I mean we've seen that across other industries too. Um, you know in, in the consumer industry it used to be you know the you'd have one conference where everyone would announce everything and instead as we've gone to you know more online releases you know or more the ability to use online events to deliver throughout the year, um, you can break up those major releases. And also there's a shift uh, in the development side away from kind of a waterfall mentality of let's do one monolithic release every 18 months to uh, let's let's ship actual features on a more uh, common cadence helps. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we said this earlier, you know, it's not the big event that it used to be where everybody was in person because, yes, you do have the announcements. And I think a lot of folks still try to tie certain amounts of announcements to a, an event like VMworld. Uh, but another cool thing that we, everybody would go for was the networking. You know, I, I, I remember companies going to VMworld and having those in-person meetings with everybody that would actually turn around into that's how they would make big decisions based on their attendance at VMworld. And I think some of that still happens. Obviously, we're still in a lot of meetings throughout the week uh, with customers. Uh, heck, there's even a there's a VMworld Slack channel that's they're using uh, to bring all these folks together that somewhat simulates some of that interaction. I'm John and I are definitely going to be on there all week. Uh, and I think if you watch any session, I think the way it works is the folks that have sessions, even if it's on demand, I think certain there are certain folks that are going to be attending those on the Slack channel so you can actually interact because that was kind of the cool part of VMworld. You go to a session and it's interesting, but you have questions, right? And so then you wait, you wait online and you actually ask your questions. So now at least you can still do that, but it's actually going to be done on, on the VMworld Slack channel, which I think is open to anybody that registers, right? The other neat thing about the Slack channel is that we have a lot of announcements around AI and ML uh, that we're doing with uh, vSphere and so forth. And I'd like to play that game where you can see if you can spot who the AI is in that Slack channel. Because if it says <laughs> Pete Fletcher and it's saying, you know, really nice, pleasant, upbeat things, then you know that it's uh, AI. Yeah, that's right. And if you talk to you know, if you talk to someone, if it says Ken Ken Wernerberg and it sounds something like this, this is amazing. It's probably a bot. <laughs> but this is amazing. <laughs> 
So with that Slack channel, um, are we going to have people from across the company on that thing? Is this a individual group? Is this a large, like full VMware Slack channel? Is this just something where oh, we it's have VMworld? That? So all VMware employees are, you know, in, in essence, have access to it, but also all VMworld registers, registers, mm-hmm. <laughs> all registered VMworld attendees are, are going to have access to it. So I think the I think the goal is if if you have a session or if you're presenting that you're available for for questions about that. Or even if you're a subject matter expert, uh, there, there are going to be plenty of people to take those. Because one of the, honestly, one of my favorite parts of VMworld in person was doing the the meet the experts or the experts roundtables. And, you know, we would go and sit in a room and there'd be a whiteboard and a big roundtable and you could just chat with people and, and figure out customer issues or, or learn what people are doing and just have those one-on-one conversations. Honestly, that was probably my favorite part of in-person VMworld. So I'm hoping there's going to be a level of that uh, replicated inside of the inside of the Slack channel, so yeah, I think that should be a lot of fun. Actually, it, it sounds like you're you're creating a, a huge hang space, but you know, Slack has some real advantages too. Right? You can do threads, you can pop in and out of conversations that other people are having, and uh, say, "Oh no, that, I, I don't understand any of those words." That's uh, John talking Elsa. I'm out. You know, things like that. I'm going to go over here and talk to Ken about Uzo. That's much more comfortable. You know, so I, I think it should be neat that you can have threads of conversations with different people. Then that that should be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, you can even jump on. You know, if you're sitting there talking to John about, you know, HCI mesh, for example, or, or whatever. And he says, well, let's just jump on a Zoom, you know, and all of a sudden now you can actually, for the most part, you can have a, a regular conversation. So the ability of Slack, the ability to do these virtual meetings, I think it's going to, I think it's going to enhance it a little bit. Um, the virtual stuff though, and I don't mean to be a, a you know negative, but I, I don't know if I love some of the other virtual stuff. I've, I've been to some other virtual events and it's like, oh, you can play these games interactively with people that are attending. I, I, I haven't found any of that that really, uh, you know, met my you don't uh, you don't like playing v vr soccer between <laughs> sessions like yeah it's like wait this this seems like a minecraft knockoff why am i here yeah. um just need to go super old school we need pong lined up like i i, I would <laughs> i would literally like join a virtual queue to go play pong against my enemies that'd be great yeah we need to come up with something better for that but you know hey we'll see uh you know john's wife john your wife is a she's a doctor in infectious diseases maybe she can give us the scoop is covid going to be over by by the time next VM world happens does she know that yet you know we'll we should invite her back on the show and have an, <laughs> give her another run at that that's its own <laughs> conversation i could probably i could probably sucker uh someone else at the uh the vaccine development unit over so yeah we can have some fun there <laughs> i kid i, kid. I say that to say that there. hopefully vm world will be in person next year uh you know i think i am looking forward to it, some of the virtual sides of it um and i'm you know i do love the ability to be able to download multiple sessions and see them at my own leisure so uh but i don't think you'd find one single person that would say that they prefer the virtual versus the in-person unless it's someone that actually normally couldn't attend then of course it's better to be able to attend than not i think it's neat even if uh even if everything isn't over next year and we go back to another virtual event i mean we're clearly tweaking everyone the the world is learning how to do this stuff online more and more effectively as it goes so i think in the next few years it should be fun even without i mean just little things like in, in you know, slack channels and virtual games and such like it, it does make it more like that in-person experience where you can interact with other people and i think that's what it's all about at the end of the day so ken what sessions are you looking forward to what what sessions does anybody that is interested in infrastructure or VMware in general, what sessions do you think they should definitely add to their to their agenda? Uh, well, mine. <laughs> yeah, of course. Is that one in ASMR? I thought we, I thought we it... haven't given you a session in like five years, Ken. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, um, 
somehow I slipped through the cracks this time and managed to get one. Uh, so we're, we're just talking about what's new with uh, vSphere 7 Update 3, but also some of the announcements. And I think you guys are going to have uh, some further conversations around some of the vSphere-based announcements with, uh, with, with my team as well. Uh, so we're going to be just introducing some of those announcements there, as well as talking about what's new with Update 3. Uh, and then there are going to be a whole bunch of sessions around those things beyond that. So for example, there's uh, Project Monterey. We talked about that uh, last year a little bit. And uh, Niels and Suds, the, uh, the product manager, and, and Niels is a tech marketing for Project Monterey. They're going to have a session that's talking about really how we're using SmartNICs and DPUs as the next generation of architecture, what types of offloads we can get uh, onto this new type of architecture. I think that one should be really interesting in terms of bridging that look into the future. It's not so far in roadmap that we're never going to see it or that it's just a science uh, experiment. It's actually, you know, here and they're going to talk about uh, what you need to know about it. And I think that one should be a really interesting look at how we're architecting um, the traditional infrastructure software that we have for this next generation of, of hardware and the types of things we can do in the future there. Yeah. So that one should be cool. MCL 1833. Really looking forward to that. Um, what else do we have? Any of the can uh, Tanzu and Kubernetes things, I think it, there are dozens of those sessions. I mean, if you do a search for, for Tanzu, for example, you'll see how important that is to everything that we're doing in the development side. And I, I don't even want to pull one out of, a, out of a hat because they're all pretty cool. There's something for everyone ranging from, you know, what is Kubernetes and what does this mean for VI admin all the way through to, you know, best practices. And this is how you uh, deploy a new application stack onto a, a Kubernetes environment running on vSphere, you know, things like that. So there are Many, many, many. And I think, again, that kind of shows the mindset of VMware these days. And, you know, it's not just VMs. It's not just containers. It's how do we orchestrate this entire set of applications running in containers or in VMs as a whole. So if you go take a look for any of the Tanzu sessions at all, um, we're always... The Tanzu. The Tanzu. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Tanzu. Is that the, the, the correct pronunciation? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The Tanzu. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So if you're looking for info on the Tanzu, there are, there are tons and tons uh, of, of sessions there, but I, I'd recommend you go take a look at any of those. Uh, on top of the, the usual ones, you know, Market Temachek has uh, performance sessions that are always, always uh, just incredible. The Extreme Performance Series by uh, Market Temachek, and uh, he, has, he has various co-hosts on his sessions there as well. But uh, look for the Extreme Performance Series for those sessions too. Oh yeah, absolutely. What have you guys got? Well, you know, it's funny because I, I like the, the nerdy sessions for sure. I'm definitely going to be digging through, but there's always a lot of um, visionary sessions too that I think uh, make VMworld kind of fun and take us out of our in the weeds conversations and, and look up a little bit. You know, sometimes we, we get stuck on, you know, the very the very core details of how these little things work and, you know, and what exactly happens with IO. But, you know, it's nice to actually look up. And so I know there are some visionary type sessions that I'm going to definitely try to sneak into. Uh, one, of course, is the uh, VMware's vision for storage and data in a multi-cloud world. That's uh, MCL 2505. Uh, that one's uh, VJ and and, uh, and Mark, uh, the CTO at VMware, one of the CTOs at VMware. Uh, so that, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that one. John Gil Martin's doing one, which talks about HCI, which is definitely something that I'm very interested in. So he's talking about hitting the refresh with HCI should be your modernization strategy, uh, MCL 2508. So that should be another good one. So I like the ones where people kind of give us a little bit of a, you know, it's almost like they have a little bit of uh, permission to to share some of the visionary stuff that we can expect, uh, you know, in the coming releases of software or any uh, solutions at VMware. Yeah, that I, I agree entirely. 
Charlie. And I think it's it's always neat hearing from people, especially when we have sort of a change of the guard, right? We've got Ragu as the new CEO, but we also have a new CTO. Yeah. You mentioned uh, you mentioned the CTO, and that's now Kit, uh, Kit Colbert. So Kit has a number of sessions there too. I can really strongly recommend for exactly those reasons you said that you get a little bit of a vision about where we're taking our technology stack into the future. It's very visionary. Uh, Kit is a phenomenal uh, presenter as well. So he's doing one with uh, with Chris Prasad, who's our, uh, our SVP and GM of our, our business unit here. Uh, MCL 2500, how vSphere is redefining infrastructure for running apps in the multi-cloud era. So, you know, nice, short, crisp to the point title, but uh, it's really, it really lands squarely in what you're saying in terms of that uh, little bit of vision about where we're taking that technology by really, really, really smart technical people. So it's, it's, that one should be a good overlap there as well. Oh yeah. And also we do have Kit coming on later on this week. So at the end of the week, we're going to round out VMworld at the very end with, uh, with some conversations with Kit and, uh, hear how his time went and, and sort of recap some of the, his conversations around the Tanzu. The Tanzu. Wait, I, I just realized who that is. That's, uh, is that, is that Foley? <laughs> that's full. Okay. That's man. I'm bad at voice recognition. That's not Foley, but that was close. Sounded like Foley. Um, so, yeah. wait, wait. Okay. Let's do this in. Was that Jack Nicholson? I said close to Foley and you said it's, it's Jack Nicholson. Uh, okay. okay. That's interesting. Uh, wait. Um, all right. Then that was, um, Lonnie Anderson. I'm just going through my 70s like uh, roster. Yeah, you lost of... the majority of our audience at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've got WKRP in Cincinnati on my mind, so. That's... All right. I feel like on sessions, like, I take a different approach. I kind of stalk certain speakers and, like, see what they're up to. Like, I'm I'm going to end up probably watching two of Alan uh, Renouf's, uh, one of which is his augmented reality and virtual reality, which is this thing I have a headset and I play some games and do some stuff with it. And I'm, I'm curious is, like, you know, is now, is this going to be one of those things, like, it's the year of the Linux desktop and we talk about it forever, but it never comes, or is augmented reality actually becoming real in workforces? So, you know, I've been kind of on the fence and skeptical but if alan's backing it then i i've got some ser- you know some belief that there's some seriousness there oh yeah and then also uh miles gray who i you know used to be on the same team with um he's got an interesting session on virtual machine life cycle through kubernetes so this idea of using kubernetes as a framework to do more than just containers which i unfortunately everyone always associate i'm curious where that's that's gonna go yeah, um, I agree that that is going to be that's a hot session too. I mean, the idea that we can use things like a VM class definition, use YAML to deploy VMs, you know, stuff like that, it's it's pretty cool. It's that's there's a whole avenue there that I think some of the Kubernetes type orchestration brought to VMs kind of merges the when best it, of both worlds. You guys have had it, a lot to talk about that before. I think. It, it makes it real that even if you're never going to work with containers, you're still going to probably want to learn some Kubernetes. Um, yeah. And maybe not like at the low level, like what the runtime engine is. Ah, I don't care, you know, whatever. But like the fr- learn the framework, learn the basics, learn how to read YAML is going to be helpful for even for people who just are going to manage VMs at scale. You know, speaking of stalking amazing speakers as well uh i don't care what i'm doing what time of day it is i'm, I'm going to get up and i'm going to take a look at disaggregating storage and compute with hci mesh <laughs> why when and how it's mcl 1683 talks about a number of different use cases for disaggregating uh, hci storage and i think that one should be really good um i'm not on that session but uh, I hear to, everyone should should rate it with all fives. So yeah, I heard that one go. is the most in demand session of all of VMworld. I don't, I can't remember the speakers, but yeah, apparently that's the one not to miss. So yeah, Pedro and Juan. 
I think <laughs> yeah. that should be great. No, seriously, you guys are, uh, I mean, HTMS is blowing open the doors for the use cases for vSAN. And uh, I mean, you guys are just so good at explaining it. I, I'm genuinely very keen on that one. I'm, I'm having, feels like weekly customer conversations on this topic. So it's, uh, it's definitely resonating. Yeah, that. And also in the modern apps uh, space, I've had a lot of DPP conversations, the data persistence platform. There's a session on that as well at VMworld. I can't remember the session number. So just look up uh, Fletcher and you'll find it. But yeah, there's another session about that where we actually talk with partners, uh, Cloudy and, and Minio, and uh, talk a little bit about the uh, you know the data persistence platform, which essentially is deploying um, object-based storage on top of VMworld Cloud Foundation with Tanzu. So good stuff. I agree with you. I like to follow specific speakers. Uh, I'm definitely going to be uh, you know stalking, you know, to me, the usuals, you know, like uh, Dennerman and, and and Duncan and those guys and see what's going on. Always love to see what William Lamb is doing, um, you know, and Al- Alan Renouf, he's definitely, these, these to me, these are the guys <laughs> that are, that I like to keep tabs on. Because, you know, if they're talking about something at VMworld, it's definitely going to be... Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, there's always a there's always a core crew of people you can count on to be plugged in completely at that uh, level. Good intersection between deep technology and and technology directions, and yeah, you just hit them on the head. Yeah, all right, that's it, uh, John. I know. I think you said to me what your favorite, your highlight of this is going to see Will Smith or something. Is that is that on your list of things to do this week as well? Yeah, I've, I've actually been watching some some reruns, you know, of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So that's uh, <laughs> getting me all excited. I'm curious how they tied Will Smith with our with our president, and I'm I'm really curious what that's going to be like. I mean, you can't miss it because that's just interesting. Like, what is the what is the the connection there? We will find out. And Michael J. Fox, man, come on! I mean, that's 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 going to be neat. I haven't seen Michael J. Fox, uh, you know, talking about anything other than Back to the Future in a long time. So I think that's uh, well, be I'll correct you. I've seen him on Curb Your Enthusiasm, where I thought he was hilarious and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he played a recurring uh, role on there as himself. And uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen him at VMworld this week, you can see him on Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> That's a great show. Anyway, uh, I digress. Um, yeah, VMworld, it's here. It's it's virtual this year. There's lots of different things. So make sure you get your agenda filled. Make sure you check back on vspeakingpodcast.com. John and I will be uh, trying to sprinkle in various conversations we have with folks around the industry. And uh, yeah, we look forward to it. John, any closing thoughts on this VMworld preview? episode no I, I think that's it it's uh there's there's just a lot of different topics like i feel like you used to go to vmworld just to learn about vSphere and now it's you know there, there's oh, yeah. there's so many different areas so you can you can kind of choose your own adventure so i need to go crawl the catalogs more i kid you not man this is definitely a, even for folks that work at vmware this is this is the opportunity to to learn you know like we, we always try to learn we always try to be better but yeah there's there are many many topics inside of VMware that I have plenty to learn about. And actually, this week, we're going to be interviewing folks. And uh, we've got Niran coming on that's going to talk a little bit about Tanzu Service Mesh. And so there's, you know, there's EUC stuff. There's so many different things that are going on at VMware, at VMware and VMworld, for that matter, uh, that, that are worth plugging into. So uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be a week of learning for me. I think even within vSphere, like John said, you used to go to learn about vSphere. But even vSphere is not, you know, oh, wow, now we've tweaked the vMotion stack. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> of innovation going on just in core vSphere alone, right? I mean, we Capitola, Arctic, uh, some of the things we're doing with GPUs, uh, Project Radium, Project Monterey. There, there, there are a whole bunch of things that are happening at that core infrastructure layer that enable a whole bunch of other things when you start branching out and taking a look at what we were doing with you know things like service mesh and so forth. I mean, even the vSAN and DPP stuff, all of these things, from my perspective, are built on that, that core nucleus. So when we evolve that core nucleus, then all of a sudden, all those other radians from it get really, really exciting as well. So uh, yeah, some, some good announcements coming up there for sure. For 
for me, I think the big thing is, uh, you know, we lessons learned. We used to talk about what, what was the guidance is always, you know, stay hydrated, get good shoes, uh, <laughs> dress well, but not too well. You know, lots of, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think my lessons learned from last year were you, you can take in way, way more information when it's an online event than you can in person. Uh, so you really have to kind of, you know, carve the time out and make sure that you are taking the time to listen to these things. I think when you're in person, it's kind of easy. You've got one hour. You can't fork yourself. You can't clone and go off into different directions and learn different things. You you, you take notes. I'm going to come back and read that one or watch that one that I couldn't uh, participate in in person. It's the same thing here. You really have to say, okay, I've, I, I'm going to treat this like I would an in-person event but with even more rigor where you have to go back and make the time to go look at the sessions that you can't see because yeah. there's a lot. There's yeah, and I'll even add to that and say I completely agree, but this is so much more than just a one-way event. Like you're not just taking in information. Like I would recommend obviously that you do. You go out and you watch and you read and you learn, but at the same time, interact. Get on the Slack channel, actually ask the right questions because I'm sure there's a lot of folks that don't know the answers either. Get conversations going. Uh, you know, reach out to the folks that are the SMEs, the subject matter experts in these various technologies. They're all going to be out there. They're all going to be talking to folks. And so, yeah, get in the conversation and let's make this a, a two-way conversation event. Well, I mean, some of the sessions are Simulive too, right? And Simulive, people think that means, you know, all joking aside, we don't have an AI bot sitting there, you know, answering <laughs> questions. It's usually the speaker himself or herself that's sitting there uh, waiting to answer questions about their session. So if you're on one of those Simulive sessions, please do enter the chat, you know, ask some questions, get some clarifications. You've got uh, the smart people sitting there answering questions about their own content for you. So that's good as well as the, the, the Slack. I'm really excited about that too. I think that should be a neat way to, to participate because yeah, it's it's nice to be able to sit down and go, hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, sure, I can tell you something about that, even if it's just babbling about you know how the week's going. But uh, should be fun. It, it kind of does reinject that uh, connection, which is important. nice. And my suggestion to you, Ken, since you're going to be on some remote island, uh, is to probably not hydrate as much because. Uh... <laughs> Not I'm already practicing dehydrating, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like cleansing all the water from my body. Uh, there you go. In preparation. Yeah. All right. Well, that music tells me it's time to go. And so if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at podcast at VMware.com. You can subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice by searching Virtually Speaking Podcast. You can catch this in all episodes at vspeakingpodcast.com. It's a crazy week of VMworld 2021. We've got several micro episodes coming to you this week. But until then... Bye for now. Enough of this jibber-jabber. <laughs>